lesson of modern education is Woke kids step, wise kids step, college kids step I'm woke Read more, learn more, change the globe You must learn This is Woke Wise College Kids Hello, welcome to Woke Wise College Kids. I'm your host, Dr. Erin. I hope your fall semester has gotten off to a great start. Whether you're transitioning from high school to college or from undergraduate to graduate school, the transition itself is difficult. There are millions of students beginning graduate school this fall, so this episode is a perfect way to end our college grad series. Maddie Hawkins is our guest on this episode. She is a 2017 graduate of Southeastern Louisiana University. She is currently pursuing a master's degree in health and kinesiology with a primary concentration in sports management. And she's expected to graduate this December. Maddie is also employed as a graduate assistant for the Office of Multicultural International Student Affairs, where she focuses on multicultural programming and leadership development. Outside of her studies and work in student affairs, Maddie served as a diversity inclusion coordinator for the Student Government Association, social media liaison for the Evolve U High School Leadership Committee, a member of the Auxiliary Services Advisory Board, the Vice President Student Advisory Leadership Council, and she's a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Additionally, Maddie serves as the College Ministry Leader for Beacon Light Baptist Church of Hammond. She was also crowned as Southeastern Louisiana University's Homecoming Queen in 2017. I've known Maddie since she was an undergrad. I happened to run into her during her first week of graduate school. I immediately recognized the look of survival, that look of what did I get myself into and why didn't anyone warn me. Now Maddie is nearing the end of her program and she is a grad school pro. She's joining us to give advice to new graduate students on how to transition into a higher level of academics and how to adapt to new academic personal and professional expectations. After the episode, hop on Twitter and let us know your thoughts. Email us at info at bpreppy.com to inquire about our coaching services for grad students. We can help you with anything from time management to writing, coaching, and organization. Happy listening. Silence before I say something. Okay, cool. And this can be edited, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. <laughs> You might say you might have something you want to edit out. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, okay, well, I'll make sure I send it over to you before I air it. Okay, cool. So, Maddie, welcome to Wise College Kids. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for being on here. I know it's been a long time coming. I think we talked about this, like, the end of your first semester of grad school. So that's been yes. about a year. About a year. Yeah, about a year. That time goes by so quick, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm about to graduate in December. <laughs> I know. That that's scary. But but hey, that's the grad school. That's that's like life. It goes by so quick. I don't even know how to feel. <laughs> I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited about graduating. Yeah. And then once you like, I think I enjoyed myself better when I was a professional grad. Mm -hmm. Like I was a professional student. I was thought I wanted to go out and work and like have a real job and a real paycheck and stuff. And I'm like, 
why did I rush to this? Because I mean, I like you know, it it wasn't real 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 bad as I thought it was. So, um, but this is our third episode on post grad. And our first episode, I did my post-grad blues and kind of described where I was after I graduated and um, some of the things, you know, post-grad students go go through. And our second episode, we had an author. Um, she's from Louisiana. She went to LSU, but she's living in Atlanta now. And she actually wrote a book on post-grad because her experience, her friend's experience, she just thought that that was um, good material for um, a fiction novel, which it was really great. So I had her on. She talked about her postgrad transition. And our th- third episode, we're going to talk with you um, about being a grad student and how that, how to transition from undergrad to grad and what other students should expect. Seniors who are graduating, uh, they may be, you know, finishing up the senior year. They may be beginning their first um, semester of grad school this coming August. So I wanted to pick your brain because I think um, we had a meeting uh, to the audience. Maddie is this grad student Southeast. She's a graduate assistant, and she actually assisted me on B Preppy's College Commitment Day, our first annual and second annual College Commitment Day. I'm going to miss you when you graduate. Um, (laughs) And so uh, I just remember her showing up to a meeting. I knew Maddie. She's my sorority sister. And I just remember her showing up to a meeting just looking whooped. And I'm like, what is going on? And she's like, girl, it's it's grad school thing killing me. And I like, oh, okay. I know that look. I know that feel. So that is why I invited her here because she just finished up her first year. And I know she's learned a lot, experienced a lot. Um, so we're going to hop into that topic. But before we do that, I want to I want a chance for the audience to get to know you. And so we have a series of kind of little fun warm up questions. So you ready? Um, so what college did you attend? I know this, uh, some of the people who listen to the podcast regularly, they can probably guess this. I'm not biased, I promise, but we just have really great people who go to school (laughs) here. So what college do you attend? The Southeastern Louisiana University. Yep, yep, yep. I have brought on a lot of alum. I'm going to get some people from other schools, I promise. (laughs) Um, so what type of college student are you or were you well um I would say I wasn't the type to study very often um coming from high school it was kind of natural I didn't have to study and it wasn't until grad school that I actually had to start studying um I'm kind of if I hear it I see it then I'll remember it um and that's about it far as like with school I was known for being involved. So I was just an all-around college student. I feel like I got the full experience. I believe you did. And um, a couple of episodes ago, we were lucky enough to have um, our homecoming king, Cedric Dent. Oh, yeah. And so that has you share a little bit in common with him. How let the audience know what your title was. Actually, I was the 2017 uh, homecoming queen, Southeastern homecoming queen. Yep. 
That is that is right. That is such a fun time. I wasn't queen, but I was on court. And so that, that was like awesome memories that I'll never, ever forget. And I'm pretty sure um, that was probably, and I don't want to speak ahead of myself. What's your favorite college memory? I didn't realize that was the next question. <laughs> Actually, uh, the whole the whole process of campaigning, um, being on court, and actually winning homecoming was my favorite uh, college memory. Like that was that's one of my best memories. And even being on court the previous well the next year, um, that was just awesome because I I found students who kind of rallied around me, like who actually voted for me. Like, you know, being an African-American uh, female at a predominantly white institution, like that's really big. That is really big. And then looking on court, it's kind of like, wow, not to brag, but I really beat y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was something, too. It was a humbling experience as well. And I was very appreciative for it. So it seems like you had a really fun undergrad um, time. You're you. Uh, pledged to sorority you were homecoming court you were heavily involved so was there anything that you would that you regret or you would do do over or do better so what's your like number one regret that like doesn't leave your mind oh um not applying for scholarships because girl I owe these people a lot of money (laughs) Those long, I, I, I know they're gonna beat me up, but I have faith. I'm, I'm gonna get them down. So that's one thing. Apply, apply, apply. Like even while you're in school, they have scholarships that you can apply for. So my advice to incoming college students or like college students now, apply for those scholarships. Definitely. And even if you're in Louisiana, take the ACT. And if you don't do too good, continuously take it before you make it to college before you go to college that advice is worth like thousands of dollars like I tell students like if you're at a 19 and you at a 20 uh skipping a few hours of YouTube videos or Instagram or snap to study for the ACT that's worth almost forty thousand dollars if you can move from a 19 to a 20 to get your tuition paid like that is a lot of money like that's not even a full-time job that you can get that amount of money with that little time that you can put into it so that was a, a jewel that I always tell students, but it, it definitely helps coming from other people. And I don't I know a lot of money goes unclaimed because there's a lot of scholarships that, that people die or leave to the university and just are so random. Um so even if you didn't have a GPA in high school, get your grades up in college and you can still apply for those scholarships that you didn't didn't think you were qualified for. Yeah. Well, that was fun. So let's go to our main question. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. What's your, um, what was your major? What's your graduate school concentration? And what's your, what do you want to do after this? So my major in undergrad, well, what my degree is in. Okay, cool. So I graduated from Southeastern in 2017, fall 2017 with the, um, Bachelor's of Science in Sports Management and a minor in um, Athletic Coaching. Right now, um, I'm in my my final semester, starting in August. Um, I'm in my final semester of grad school. My primary concentration is Sports Management uh, 
And when I graduate, I have a master's of science in kinesiology. And as of now, um, I'm still trying to fill out and figure out what's my next move. But I have learned uh, while in grad school and being a GA that I have a passion for working with students in um, higher education, whether it's student affairs or athletics. So I'm just trying to see where I can go with this now. And like, do I want to pursue a doctorate degree? So it's like, I'm still in limbo right now, but I'll I'll figure it out soon. You'll be hearing about it. Definitely. So what would be your dream job? Like if you can like apply right now and um, be in a position that's like perfect for Maddie, what would that be? Ah, it's a lot of things I want to do. Um, So I really want to open my own rec facility. Uh, And with this facility, I would like to cater cater it to um, disabled people. Um, I have a passion for working with disabled people, uh, working with diverse populations. I just have a, a wide background of inclusion. So it'll be something geared towards that. And I also wouldn't mind working for a professional sports team. Like that would sound really fun and, and fulfilling. I definitely can see you doing that. Don't put that off though. Yeah, don't don't think that oh, yeah. that can be like far away. Like do it <laughs> do it as soon as possible. That's like one of my uh tips that I, I put in my podcast on post grad blues and advice. And that would be to like start now, because starting a business it's not hard. It just takes a while to build. So the sooner you do it, the the, yeah. the better it'll be in the long run. So once you feel like you've done the work, you feel like you can be at a place you're stable and that'll be at a, not a good age, but it'll be at a place where it's like, oh, okay. I'm, you know, I'm like mid 30, mid thirties, forties. And I've had my business for a number of years instead of like starting brand new uh, when you are 30, 40, like I am, I should have, <laughs> I'm trying to take my own advice right. and give it to. So, um, so tell us what was the transition like from undergrad to graduate? Did you take a semester off? Did you go straight into it? Um, and um, what made you decide on doing a program at your alma mater? Okay, cool. So I graduated in the fall of 2017. Um, Actually, I had plans on uh, going into the MBA program and just so happened things didn't work out as I expected. I did horrible on the GMAT. (laughs) So then, um, you know, what they always Mm -hmm. say it's not who you know, it's who know you. So actually, um, after having a talk with Dr. Summers, um, I ended up taking the GRE um, and Ms. Angela. I ended up taking the GRE. I did well on that. And I enrolled in the kinesiology program at Southeastern. Um, it was it was a bit rough. My transition was a bit rough because it felt like by me graduating in the fall, it just felt like I had a Christmas break. So it was like, I'm going back into school and I wasn't like mentally prepared. It was like, I got this. It's just like, I'm going back into another semester. Like, it's going to be a breeze. I'm I'm not tripping. And then the way um, the program is set up, you know, classes are in the evening 
and I was only taking two classes. So it's like, wow, I only go to uh, class two times out the week. This is, this is all right. I got this midpoint of the semester. <laughs> I pulled up Moodle and I was just looking uh, at one of my, cl- I was in research. I was looking at the syllabus for research <laughs> and I started seeing that everything was due. I was and I, I broke down crying. <laughs> I started crying at work. I was like, this is really a lot. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. And they sent me home for the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, um, I, it was real hard for me to get adjusted to uh, grad school because I was so heavily involved in undergrad. So it was like, you know, my neos mm-hmm. would see me. So it was like, I still have to do stuff with my neos. I still who look up to me so it's like they still coming to me for advice so it's kind of like what do I do I didn't know what to do then I'm new to this GA position so it's like I I have to work so this is how I'm getting my schooling paid for um it's kind of like New Delta that's my home like I, I I can't leave them hanging either and then it's like well the students they're a big part of why I'm here too so it's like what do I do? And I don't, I don't want to feel like I have to choose. So like my first semester was a struggle. Like I had a hard time transitioning. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what boundaries, boundaries were. I didn't have any boundaries set. I was, I was just like an open book 24 seven. If someone needed me, I was dropping everything I was doing just to go help someone else. And if that meant like putting stuff on a back burner for myself, that's what I did. So. Compare this transition from undergrad to grad school with high school to undergrad. Is it the same? Was it hard? Like, which one was harder for you? Um, I would say undergrad to graduate school was hard because coming in as a freshman, uh, I was the only, well, it was like two, two of us that came from my high school, uh, Shroom and Baton Rouge. Um, so I didn't have friends. I wasn't involved either. So it was just like, I, I went to class and went back to my room. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it got kind of boring after a while, but that transition after a while, I got used to it. It was okay. Um, and I knew I wanted to be, well, still then I I wanted to be at Southeast and I knew I wanted to graduate. I knew I didn't want to go back home. So it was kind of like, well, I didn't got my, my, um, my bachelor's so it's kind of like well if this don't work out I still have my bachelor's but then you know part of me like I didn't came this far I just gotta keep I gotta keep trucking mm-hmm. I would say the transition from uh, undergrad to grad was my toughest transition okay so tell what's your experience been so far it's been a year what's the what's your favorite part of being a grad student in a graduate program and what's something that you can do without? <laughs> um, my favorite thing, I would have to say, and this not even this is not even coming from my graduate program, but just being a grad student. Period. Um, is working in the office for student engagement. Uh, you know, I'm the GA for MISA, which is multicultural and international student affairs. Um, I truly believe they have prepared me for the professional world. Um, They have developed me professionally, personally. And I feel like if I would have been a GA anywhere else, I wouldn't have gotten it. Um, With the work I do is real hands-on. So 
Um, I have a part in creating events for the student body. Like that is, that's something big for me. Um, I have, how can I say this? Um, I'm a mentor to, to many students. Like that's really big for me too. Um, I'm able to pay it forward from all the people that have helped me, uh, you know, in undergrad and in graduate school. I'm able to return it to the, to the students that are coming up. You know, I'm trying to build leaders. So that's that's my absolute favorite thing, working with students. Um <laughs> something that they can keep. Yep. Well, going to class. <laughs> I get tired of going to class, but however, I have to go. So what's the difference between grad school, like a grad school class and an undergraduate class? Even like your did you see a difference in your senior level class with a grad? you know, intro grad class, or is there any difference between um, courses or faculty or homework or exams or papers? What's the like difference between undergraduate courses and grad courses? Um, I feel like the difference with undergrad and graduate is, how can I say this? Um, my teachers were the same since I was already in a Kinesis department. Um, and then I went back to the Kinesis department and in your senior level classes, you know, you get the same teachers over and over. So it's a bit more laid back. Um, you get your work done, but it's not as demanding in grad school. They expect you to know it like off top. If they explain something to you, well, they'll give you instructions and they just want you to do it right then. And it's kind of like, well, I'm still confused. And they, like, figure it out. Like, yeah, yeah. And the, now they will help you, but it's like they, they want you to use all of your resources first before you ask them, which is cool. But um, the, the, the work requires more. Um, you have to do a bit. You have to put effort into your work, like a lot of effort. Um, that's, that's what I think, yeah. So it is way different. Um, and in grad school, you have a more free time on your hands too from class. Whereas like in undergrad, you know, you might be taking uh, 15 hours. So that's like five classes. In grad school, you only go to class two days out the week. And that's for like one single class, even though the hours are longer. So you talked a lot about boundaries. Is it harder to manage your time in grad school with being a graduate assistant and any other stuff you have going on? Is it harder? Because, I mean, the assignments, you could have a paper and they say, okay, it's due two weeks from now. Um, do you find yourself having to be more disciplined and say, okay, even though this paper is due, this assignment's due, this project is due, I need to start working on this sooner rather than later or is it kind of easier to manage your time <laughs> you know i'm still horrible with time management uh but i am getting a tad bit better <laughs> for my summer school classes i think i've gotten a tad bit uh better with my time management but um i was real horrible with with setting boundaries as far as like when i'm supposed to do work and what time I'm going to set aside to do other things. 
it was just real hard for me. Um, I procrastinated a lot. I would wait to the last minute, and then that's <laughs> when I'll be crying, stressing, and asking everyone for help. It was it was real hard. I'm not good with time at all, but I am getting better, so I'm making an effort to get better. And then once you once you hit your uh, full time job and your next uh, professional gig, you're gonna have to learn it all over again. Yeah, <laughs> it never like you can never really get a handle on it. It's, as long as you keep those, you know, boundaries and priorities, the, always a constant. Like you always have to figure it out. You'll be good, but it'll always change. I just keep thinking about what I'm going to do when it's time to get up to go to work in the morning. Like when I get a real job, a full-time job. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. (laughs) It's tough. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was like when I hit the real world job and I did it at the same time, actually. Uh But um, yeah, that was tough. I was still like working full-time and I was finishing up. I had a few classes, but I was still going to school in the evenings after I got off of work Mm -hmm. Um, and still had to work on dissertation. And I think I was student teaching at the time. I had a lot going on then, um, which led to my my post-grad blues. But but yeah, that time management piece is uh, always something that's going to be a work in progress. Like you have to just figure out a new plan for every kind of change in your life whether it's mm-hmm. full-time job or, um, um, you know, friends or being involved in other things or starting a side hustle, like it's always going to have to be boundaries and priorities that people will always constantly try to um, breach, always. <laughs> um, so how did you make the decision about grad school? A lot of students do choose to stay at the place where they they received their undergraduate degree. Some students choose to peace out and look for something different. So um, what decision, how did you make your decision? Did you apply to other schools or did you um, just feel like you needed to to stay put and have some stability and consistency? How did you decide which program and which school? Um, I always felt like Southeastern was my home away from home. So it's like, I'm not ready to go just yet. And also a part of me was like, I'm not ready to start working for real. Like, I, I don't think I, I'm, well, I'm more than capable of having a real job, but it's just like, I don't think I'm ready for the real world just yet. So it's kind of like, let me, let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can get into grad school at Southeastern since I'm already at Southeastern. And then, um, you know, Miss Angela told me about the position in Mesa. I had a talk with Marge. Um, and once I got into school, you know, that was that was pretty much it. And like okay. before, um, I really had intentions on enrolling in the MBA program, but my scores weren't weren't so great. And so I just went to the Kinese department. I was already familiar with it. I knew most of my most of my professors. So and I don't, I don't feel like it's a bad move either that I made. And I don't feel like I settled either. Um, I, I, I feel yeah, like I mean, if you okay. wanted to get your MBA another time or, or later, or even just take some business classes, like I think that that is um, always an option. But um, 
you can do a lot with graduate school degrees. It's just it's just in how you apply them. So, and I actually took a few business classes in undergrad with sports management. So that's why I was leaning more towards getting my MBA. So just in case, you mm-hmm. know, like my rec, I wanted to open up. I have a background then I have a background of being able to run it. So Definitely. that's a smart idea. That's why. But, you know, with this Kinesi degree, um, I feel like it has broadened my knowledge of sports. Um, I even, I was even able to um, work the Southland Conference basketball tournament. Um, I met some people. Uh, it was actually an alumni. His name is Chris, and he works for the um, Southland Conference. And they invited me out there. It was an all-paid uh, expense trip, and I even got paid for it. So that was really okay. cool, too. That sounds like good networking experience and, and something really good to put on your resume. Yeah. Um. So last question, which is the big question. What advice would you give new grad students? Um, I would tell them to network because, you know, once you, you graduate from here, you need to secure a job. Um, and like I said, it's not always who mm-hmm. you know, it's who know you. So if, if some people know you, they'll be able to pull some strings for, you, you know, they'll, they'll be able to get you in places that you think you weren't even qualified for. So that's, that's one of my big things. Get, get well connected, get, get. Like start networking. That's that's something big for me too. So how did you besides um just on campus and keeping up your on campus relationships, what were some other ways that you networked this past year? Um, I just I talk to people. Like no matter who it is, um, where I'm at, it's it's always a part of me to speak to someone, um, and we'll fall off into a conversation. And they, they always introduce me to people. So then it's like I surround myself around people, too, who can help me, who can who can give me those connections as Definitely. well. Um, I know a lot of my grad school connections are still, still helping me professionally. So I think when people say, okay, well, going to grad school, you know, it's keeping me out of the real world and I need to work and do this and do that. But Grad school really is like your GA position. Um, that's a prof- to me, it's a professional job. I feel like um, more employers, whether it's you going to work for another higher ed or a company, they should look at graduate assistance as a professional, um, a professional position because you're probably working more <laughs> than um, you're required, and you you're required to be a professional. You're not a student worker anymore. You have real responsibility. You give real input. Your um, your you know your input is value, just like a professional. So, um, you know, if you're going to grad school, you should definitely get a GA position that will help not only your your actual concentration or graduate school program, but maybe find a position that's going to accessorize whatever you're getting or add to or enhance your graduate education because um you can learn a whole lot just being um a graduate assistant and like you say you worked in multicultural and that's really really big now so you can definitely put that 
to use with your concentration or anybody could do that. But it's something that you should definitely students who are entering to grad school. I know some may be working full time jobs, but if you're not, definitely find that graduate assistant position that's going to help you beef up your resume. Um, Because once you start looking for jobs, they're going to start asking about years of experience and the experience doing this, leading, communicating, collaborating, and you can definitely pull a whole lot from your graduate assistant position. And and again, that's networking as well, because you get to meet so many people. Yeah. This is true. And I think that's what made my transition kind of hard, too, because it's like I'm a paraprofessional now. So it's like the stuff I wanted mm-hmm. to do in undergrad, I can't really entertain or do either. So it's like, well, yeah. how do I cut this off? I'm still young. You know, I was, I believe, 22 when I graduated. So it's like, I'm still in my prime. Like, I can't go out. I like, like what, what's... <laughs> so that, that was really hard, too. So Do you point. think it would be different if you would have went to another program on a different campus? Yes. I yes, I I totally agree. Because at Southeastern it's like everyone knows me here. At, you know, a different university, you know, I could dibble and dabble. I can go here, I can go there, and people probably wouldn't feel like it's a problem. Yeah. Or look at me differently. Um I think I thought that would happen, so. but um, when I started at Southern, probably half of my line sisters were either already in Baton Rouge or moved to Baton Rouge. And I think a couple of people were starting law school at Southern and different programs. So actually we had a good transition away from Southeastern, but we were still, we still had a lot of, uh, kept up a lot of shenanigans from undergrad uh just in a different city this time so we we still had fun undergrad even though we weren't on campus but a lot of us were still in that same working or either going to school in Baton Rouge so I don't know if it would be that different I threw in that question then I thought about it. I was like I, I went to different different university but some of my people still uh still follow me so um well we are wrapping up this this conversation maddie um thank you for joining us and tell us how you can be reached via social media or any other information you want any other students who are listening out there to know if you can be of any assistance just say an undergrad who maybe wants to do some of the things you're doing how can they reach you Okay, cool. Um, you can find me on Instagram at madhawk underscore m a d d h a w k underscore. Um, Facebook Maddie Hawkins m a t t i e h a w k i n s. Um, and Twitter also madhawk underscore. Good. You have any new or exciting things coming up you want to share with anyone? This is. <laughs> I'm I'm learning to uh, celebrate the small victories. Um, as you all know, I had a hard time in undergrad. Well, not in undergrad, in graduate school. And this past summer, I made my first 4.0. <laughs> Yay! That's <laughs> big. Yeah, that's really big for me. Um, and I'm proud of myself. So now I'm just 
pushing, pushing to December 14th. And that's graduation. Yeah, that time passes by so quick in grad school. You don't really have any time to play. Um, So, yeah, it was what is so you'll finish right at two years. It'll be one and a half. Two. Two. two Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, sharing your experience. And uh, we'll have all of Maddie's information on the episode guide. And just remember that Be Preppy has life and success coaching for grad students. We just don't cater to high school and college students. We also have your back for that post-grad transition, whether it's writing coaching for grad school or just strategic planning or setting goals. We can definitely offer you that through our coaching services. Go to bepreppy.com for more information or email us at info at bepreppy.com. Thank you so much, Maddie. You, um, I'm not sure where you are. It is storming where I am. <laughs> yeah, it's storming out here. Too. I'm at my parents' house. Okay, so yeah, stay dry. Um, yeah, stay. It's, it's nasty. I'm pretty sure uh, our listeners may can hear the, the lightning and the thunder behind me. But yeah, you stay safe, stay dry, and thank you again. Thank you so much. It has been a pleasure to be on this podcast. This is actually my first one, so I'm really excited. Well, you can always be a guest here. I'm always looking for co-hosts, so uh, you don't have to be a stranger to to WokeWise. Let's work something out. I'm always looking for for new work. Definitely. We'll we'll definitely uh, have to get on that soon. Okie dokie. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. This podcast is sponsored by BePreppy.com, a college coaching company. Head over to BePreppy.com for free college success resources and to learn how you can secure a personal college coach. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all social media channels at BePreppyLLC.